Fighters, welcome to the show. It's Wednesday night, basement street fight. We are here talking shit back and forth for the next hour or so. You can watch what we do by heading over to Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, or YouTube. And on Sunday nights, we are taking your calls from 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern Standard Time. Uh, if you're in, in the chat tonight, thanks for being here. I see Alfdewella, Bug Scuttle, Dork Style, Rudolphin Zero. Uh, thanks for being here. I appreciate all the input and, uh, you know, something to do when you're just sitting around all day. Uh, glad to have communion with all y'all that show up to chat and talk to us. We are the number one anarcho comedy radio show on any station across the nation. We've been doing it for 10 years now. And uh, we're continuing to spread this mess across the U.S. And it's only because of listeners like you and the people that support what we do. Uh, you can chip in to the cause by heading over to patreon.com slash Radio, where you can get access to zines, uh, bonus audio, bonus video. We just did a bar rescue video for the first time. We watched an episode of Bar Rescue, so check that out. Uh, we also are working on our D&D live stream. Yesterday we did character creation. Uh, Brian and I and Jake and uh, his girlfriend Tasha, they are our, that's our party on this journey. And we have Katie uh, taking care of the dungeon, dungeon master duties. So thanks for being here as always. My name is Brett. My co-host is Brian. How's it going? nauseous again i'm a nauseous guy lately sometimes i get in this thing where it's like every day i'm nauseous like people used to call off work when i was growing up with vertigo i feel like i'm a vertigo guy now you think you know? you're you think you're just i think i've turned into a guy with vertigo i undiagnosed vertigo i would just feel like i'm gonna throw up all day i spent all day feeling like i'm gonna fucking throw up okay not all day parts of the day you know like earlier today i finished my coffee and i was like "Ooh, buddy that's coming back up you know <coughs> i just feel kind of dizzy i wonder if i do have untreated vertigo that's probably what it is that would be cool that's that's the linchpin of this whole thing it yep. was vertigo the whole time if i get the vertigo fixed the panic attacks will go away yep and that's what i'm thinking so that's what's going on with me right now. Well, so it's, you get vertigo just from standing on the ground, though. I think that's what vertigo is. Like people get like people get like uh, uh, I knew people that caught off work for two weeks with vertigo. Now, maybe they were bullshitting. You know, vertigo sounds scary. You know what I mean? Like, Vert fuck, I don't want vertigo. You know? <laughs> vertigo is the most common type of dizziness. Yeah. Yeah. People used to call, I've, I've, I've worked with people who got like bouts of vertigo over like long periods of time where it's, they were like, I can't come to work. You know, that is one that puts your boss on their heels. Like if you call in and say, I've got the flu, I got a cold or whatever. You're like, I got vertigo right now. They're like, uh, uh, wow. Well, uh, yeah. Well, you know, let us know when it's over, I guess. Yeah. I don't know what that is. So enjoy your day off. I, yeah, I also thought that vertigo was a was a heights thing. No. But it's not. It is really just dizziness. Yeah. I'm a dizzy guy. I've always been a dizzy guy. Even when I was a kid, it was like, fuck, maybe I got some like inner ear shit. Where like I just remember growing up, I'd be like, I'm dizzy. And my my dad would be like, Okay. Stop I'm, spinning around, dumbass. 
everybody would say it. I remember telling a kindergarten teacher, hey, I'm really dizzy. You know, should I go see the nurse? And they were like, no. Just, you know, Bob was in the 80s. Things were right. different back then. You know, they were just like, quit whining, yes. kid. You know, fuck off. You know, is what they might as well have said. Actually, teachers were more likely to say fuck now than they were back then, I think. Yeah, they, I know my, would, da- my daughter has teachers that curse. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I yeah. would say teachers back then were more likely to tell you to fuck off without saying fuck, but now they're more likely to say fuck without telling you to fuck off. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. My daughter has told me she has teachers that curse. They don't say the big ones, the Fs or the Cs or the Ss, but they'll, they'll throw a damn or a piss in there. No big deal. Fun. Shit isn't really a cuss word anymore either, though. You know, it's on TV. They say shit on TV. Not to say fuck still. Yeah. They say shit on TV. See it all the time. So today was a big day. Uh, Recording this on Wednesday, day of the inauguration. Yep. Our long national nightmare is over. (laughs) It's a great way to put it. It's a beautiful way to put it. Well, here, let's put our headphones in and listen to somebody sum it up for us perfectly, I think. Okay. I think I think we could let this guy he's gonna sum it up. Well, this is that moment when all the uh Trump supporters that had faith, or at least said they had faith, are uh drowning in their tears right now. But mm. uh those who still have actual faith are relaxed, calm, chilling, because they know that there's nothing that can stop what's coming. Okay. Let me tell you people, Biden this? is never Greg this is uh, from Clapper, which is apparently a social media site that I've never heard of. Uh, this guy's name is Redneck Trumper, and he's wearing an American flag Under Armour hat. Okay, <laughs> not all what I, I can thought. See. Uh, goatee, got a goatee. Uh, you can probably see him up on the screen, Brett. Oh, I turned it off. Oh, okay. I well, got it. If you want to look at him up on the screen, you can see oh, his wow. big old yeah. face. Yeah, Redneck Trumper. So, so but he's trumping the name, but. So, is he saying that you need to have faith that this is all going to work itself out, or what? Yeah, I think so. Let's hear That, like, Q is going to succeed, or that... Well, let's just hear more. Maybe he's got more to say. We're going to be the president. I'm going to go back. This guy needs to answer his other phone, too. God damn. Go on silent mode if you're like... It's probably his work call. That's his work phone. <laughs> the president of our country. Just because he just swore in does not make him officially. There are documents that have to be signed. Oh. First. Okay. All this means right now is that there is no acting president. Oh. Because the transfer of power is in the midst and taking place right now. He's, okay. he's now the military is in control. He's tugging on a very short goatee right now, <laughs> like as if, as if he's pontificating some some real knowledge right now. He's literally making this up, by the way. <laughs> he thinks Here's, that there are papers that have to be signed. <laughs> he hasn't signed all the papers yet, you know? Oh, uh, you sweet summer child. You thought that Trump wasn't the president. Let me wake you up. Nobody's <laughs> the president right now. Nobody's the president today. You know, I'll play this out here. Just sit back and watch and be patient. 
Okay, I'll do I that. Well, I'm being patient. I'm feeling pretty patient now. Uh, they tried to stop the steal last week, and I really thought they were going to pull it off. You know, they got pretty close to stopping the steal. Yeah. Today, they didn't really put up a showing. Yep. They just allowed the steal to happen. It's true. What's this? What's wrong with them? They just give up after one little setback. We've yeah. been beat up multiple times by the police. They're no patriots, for sure. Cowards. But yeah, I was taken aback by a lot of the QAnon stuff. Um, the the way that they sort of they really believe that was going to happen. They really yeah. believe the whole thing was going to happen. It's incredible. You thought what? Well, so yeah. So they were. You thought they were playing along just because it kept Trump in power. You didn't think they actually believed that there was going to be a trial today. For some reason, I think of people with conspiracy theories as not feeling that strongly about them because they rarely do anything about it. You know what I mean? Right. Like chemtrails. What has anybody ever done about chemtrails other than just scream about chemtrails all the time? Right. You know, there's a bunch of them. There's probably a chemtrail army. I'm sure that you could put together and start lobbying Congress, put some change.org positions together, do anything. Right. You know, but they never do it. And I just, I don't think I thought that they were seriously thought that this spectacle was going to happen today. This, this, whatever they thought was going to take happen. over the Trump was going to take over the emergency broadcasting system. He with was going the space to, force with the space force. He was going to announce to everybody uh, that we're in a new transition period. I don't know what the. He was going to shut down all the phones and all the TVs right. and all that stuff. We weren't supposed to be worried. We were supposed to get ham radios. Ah. If we were Q, right? Yeah. They were like, go get a ham radio because that's all only be. Don't worry about it. It's not scary. Trump's just turned them off for a couple weeks. He'll turn them right back on. You know? So I think I just thought that they were sort of. It, what this remind people were tying this to the Russia Gate stuff, right? Uh, uh, like how the is- libs just went nuts about this Russia Gate thing. They thought Trump was going to get arrested at any time. And, you know, this is it. This is the time they got him. He was colluding with Russia. And I push back a little bit on that because I don't really think that any, anyone thought Trump was going to go to jail. Because mm-hmm. presidents don't go to jail. That's just... Yeah, it's not I a think thing. we all understand that presidents don't get in trouble and don't go to jail. Maybe they thought it, but they never put a hard date on it and then kept going through it. You know what I mean? They never said, on July 23rd, 2017, uh, the police are going to come in and arrest Donald Trump and put him in a jail cell with some of the most violent... Cr- you know what I mean? Right. Like, there wasn't this long, drawn-out fucking story that, like... The only way I can picture what they wanted, what they thought was going to happen, is the same way I picture, like, a wrestling promo. Like, yeah. they were picturing it like a TV show wrestling thing. And again, the Libs thought... You know, somebody was going to give Hillary Clinton was going to give like a West Wing type speech and then they were going to arrest Trump and she was going to be the president. But I just don't think they went far enough into thinking Trump 
was really going to be gone. These people really thought this fantastical scenario that they had written that sounds like a movie was really going to fucking happen. It just blew my mind today a little bit. Yeah, there were I saw I did see some regretful posts of people saying like you had 4 years to close the damn swamp. I'm tired of this now. And it's I mean, I don't know why if I don't know thought, why you hang why don't know why you hung on for 4 years. Yeah, there was it, nothing there. Yeah, he wasn't going to do anything. He uh, it it was kind of uh it, it it's kind of sad that like so many of these people are finding out today. I mean, you know, I don't feel bad for them. It's like whatever. But no, but it is interesting to know that a, a big portion of people were like, "Oh no." Well, I guess you either were like, "Oh no, I was fooled," or you you think that it's more secret. You know, like yeah. the, the plan, the storm is still coming. Yeah, you, that's all you can do is double down on it and think that eventually Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton will be in jail for pedophilia. Uh, and then other than that, you have to just like be a regular Republican again. Yeah. Which isn't bad for them. Yeah. And you I can still be hateful and ugly uh, as a Republican. I also don't think that like it's over. I, I don't think that like QAnon is. Like over, there are going to be people who think Trump is going to be the president for four years. If there's one thing that Russia Gate has taught me, right, is that there are going to be people for the next four years that are just like Trump's going to be the president tomorrow. You know, in two weeks they they have to file you know some paperwork. That yeah. that guy saying the paperwork not filled out. It's all sovereign citizen stuff. I've I've looked at the books. I know what's real. I'm I'm not out here bullshitting you off of something I read. I've read the books. It's a guy that bought a house and he thinks he under like that, that like <laughs> yes. he's relaying I've, what buying the house was. I've read through mortgage papers. Okay, I pay attention to detail, so I can tell you right now, Joseph Robinette Biden is not the president. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's really weird. They've also been turning. The, the, they've been banning people on on uh, uh it, it's very weird uh, I'm I'm looking in now at at some of the stuff uh, so in my opinion there are five plausible outcomes and here is a poll on a QAnon message board somebody also mentioned Poon Scurvy mentioned terrible name somebody mentioned that uh the the fringe on the flags also decides what's legal and what's not. That's true. Something to keep in mind. That is true. Yeah, that's sovereign citizen stuff for sure. Uh, what do you think polls close? Uh, what do you think poll closes when I wake up in the morning? God bless America and pray. Now, this is an anonymous poll. Uh, 21% of the people believe that Biden would be arrested before he could be sworn in or during this swearing in. During the swearing the, in. The, that's the stuff I was like, un- NWO. Unbelievable. NWO yeah. theme plays. Uh, Kevin Nash comes out uh, with Scott Hall, and they're like, "No, no, no, this ain't gonna happen." You know, they they, they uh, shut the band down, cut the music, cut the music. I got something to say. Yeah, my name is Q Anon, and I'm gonna save this country. Six <laughs> percent thought Biden admits to the world on stage he cheated and cannot be POTUS. That's Riots a great one. Begin to happen. That's a really good one. I know they write really good. They that was a TV writer. That is a really so much TV I've seen before. There's so many tropes, but to have the president go on and admit that he stole the election and then just let it erupt in chaos—that is fun. 
I know. I think this is more fun on TV. Yeah, it's more fun than what's happening. Like yeah, this yeah. boring ass shit that's been going all day long is just like, oh no, now everybody thinks we're okay again. I mean, this is better than any Aaron Sorkin shit. Oh yeah. You know, 19% believe something happens that will delay the swearing in ceremony. Riots begin to happen. That was 18% of them. Uh, number four, 33%. This is the 33%. Okay. Biden is sworn in as POTUS. The military and Trump have a plan coming in the near future. <laughs> oh, no. 33%? <laughs> yeah. That one, by the way. The next one's 21%. Nothing happens. Biden is POTUS. Um, I just... <laughs> we're so disconnected, and you... Like... You can just believe what you want, I guess. I mean, it really is. All the tools are available to believe whatever you want. And it's not actually what you want. You've just been tricked. You know, like you, you, it makes you feel like you're, you've un- discovered something. Yeah. And, and there's the thing about it is that there are people that have been fighting for our rights all summer long. They're fighting against police brutality and government overreach and the, the lack of freedom in our lives that, uh, fr- that is the, the fault of our employers. The fact that we can't, we don't have access to healthcare. So we have to stay in shit jobs to just make sure that we can get discounts on healthcare. There, we're here. We, we're waiting to, to change this world and, and they can't see it happening with getting along with people they, they can't imagine a world where we make things different and it involves getting along with anyone no no it's 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 gonna be a like a like a, a fuck it's like demolition man it's not even like a real movie like, right it's a movie that's so far out into the realm of possibility what they've come up to but now they think biden is cute a few of them think like like, uh, uh, I'm happy to be wrong, but the more I think about it, I do think it's very possible Biden will be the one who pulls the trigger. One, Hunter intentionally left the laptop. Why? So stupid? Or was it? Sleepy, parentheses, sleeper, Joe. We didn't arrest oh. either of them despite the evidence. Sure. Even Biden election officials were arrested and charged with fraud, but Biden wasn't? Biden isn't into Donald J. Trump. I don't get that one, but uh, so it looks like Biden might be maybe Biden's been part of QAnon the whole time. So they're that's they're, not gonna fly. They're changing it, you know. Yeah, that's never gonna fly. I mean, there uh, there is always the the thing they have to get rid of is Trump. But they have to break from Trump because that guy is not a winning horse anymore. Well, he know? says he's gonna start the Patriot Party. He's been floating the idea. Of starting something called the Patriot Party there in the last week. So we could get a new political party out of this. Sure. The Uh, wrong kind at the worst possible time. Yeah, and it's not going to be successful. Trump just wants money. He's just going to milk it for money, dude. I think it is wild that like, he didn't have Biden to the White House. Uh, Somebody pointed out, I was listening to Howard Stern today, he pointed out like they didn't invite the Bidens to the White House. They didn't have, uh, Melania didn't show Joe Biden's wife around the White House, which is like a classic tradition. Yeah. Trump didn't show up to the inauguration, which I find to be incredible, although kind of wanted him there. 
I kind of want to see have. His facial expressions and stuff. You know? Yeah, but these the thing about these fuckers is that, you know, I mean, I'm related to them. And this is what they always do. They're they're miserable, fucking angry, awful people that aren't willing to give the olive branch. And everyone around them is trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. And they don't deserve it at all. (laughs) They They never deserved a shot. They never deserved a chance. They never deserved kindness or consideration because they're disgusting fucking people. They they aren't willing to. They aren't. They trampled each other. You know, they killed each other when they when they organized and they're not willing to look out for anybody else but themselves. And and this is what they get like this. That makes total sense that Trump is like that, because that is exactly the kind of piece of shit person that looks up to him. Someone that wants to be always in some sort of petty feud in their life or show someone who they are, you know? Yeah. And it's funny because you think about it and it's like uh, they are the type that don't show up at Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) or just or actually not that they will stay in a room like everybody will come over for christmas and because they're mad about a facebook post they'll stay upstairs in the in the den you know and then you just go and check in on them and they have nothing to say why everybody does christmas or thanksgiving downstairs that's exactly the kind of miserable fucking people these are yeah that's true that's true you're probably right about that uh uh they, they, but then, you know, years, they spend years just eating Christmas dinner on a TV tray, watching Fox News and saying, I don't need these fucking people anyway. Yeah. 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 I did. Miserable. They're miserable. And you're right. Like, Trump is those people. He, he, I would like to have seen his face, though, and his body I language agree. and stuff. Like, he really took that from us but i mean also we live in we do live in different times than ever where like a photograph of you can be like become just a meme in like 15 minutes and if he he wasn't gonna be able to sit there and smile right and be like oh you know like george w bush did where it was like he just sat there while obama he's like i'm so proud obama's the president you know yeah, like, yeah. he, he just he, he wants to have a good time. He wants to keep the good times rolling. He's, <laughs> he gets along with anybody. Get along to get, you know, go along to get along. Trump is is throwing a fucking tantrum and feels like he is getting, he's like, he feels offended that there's another president that's after him. Uh, well, it's in a way, though. But I, I, he is the only, he's uh, uh, in my lifetime, George Bush and Donald Trump are the only one term presidents since I've been alive. Oh wait, yeah. Jimmy Carter too was was while I was alive. But I'm I'm 42, right? That you can like, remember. I, I always I, like I I felt as though tradition was like basically gonna be for my whole life two term presidents. I I firmly when Trump was elected was like, well, that's eight years of this, you know. And and it could have been if COVID didn't. If COVID didn't happen, right? Yeah, if COVID didn't happen, he would be the president still. That's for sure. I still got to say though, maybe just because I'm sinister. Like, if I was in the Joe Biden position, I would have tried to get him there. I really would have invi- tried to get him in there and just so that he could be fucking embarrassed. I don't know what he would... I don't think he has shame in that way, though. I I, I just think... Because I think really, in the end, like, he just hates to lose so much. He is... He's like my 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 wife, really, <laughs> a lot of times. When you're playing a game or yeah. something, like, she does not like losing, you know? I, We've been playing this game... Uh, uh, at my house called Splendor. I, I brought it up a couple weeks ago. We play it almost every night now. We just, as a family, we fucking love it. One of the greats. And uh, my daughter hadn't won yet. And on my birthday, Monday night, we played it. And uh, I won the first game. 
Or no, I think maybe my wife won the first game. I won the second game. And then on the third game, my daughter was throwing off vibes like, I'm fucking never playing this again if I don't win. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm tired of this losing shit. This is bullshit. I keep losing. And she's, you know what? She's 16, dude. You can't let her win. I'm not going to let her win at 16. Yeah, she knows she's what's going on. old enough and smart enough to develop a strategy to win a game. That's just, you know, You're maybe right. if she was 12. Even I'd be like, okay, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll let off the gas a little bit, but no, she, at 16, you're an adult at this and in, in board game playing or any kind of game playing at 16, you're an adult. Yeah. <laughs> you get, the, you get the full force. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh, but she just seemed so fucking mad. And then when she won, it was like, oh, we can play Splendor again sometime. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, but she was furious about it. I think that's how Trump thinks. I think that losing is the thing that bugs him more. Yeah. I don't think he even cares about being president. I think he would have given up the job if there wasn't a second election. <laughs> like, yeah. I think if there wasn't another election in four years, he would have just been like, fuck it, I don't want to do it anymore. If he got to pick the next president, maybe, and like knight them or something, then he would probably <laughs> do that peaceably. Yeah. <laughs> My wife also, Dominion was the card game where she would beat me constantly. And the first time I beat her, it, we didn't play it for six months. Like yeah. I, got, I beat her one time and it was just like, let's play another game. It was like, you can't be like that. You can't do that. That's not what we're here for. We win some, we lose some. It's games. We don't play phase 10 in my house. Because we all get in a bad mood halfway through the game. Because and for people that don't know... Uh, yeah, once you're behind. Yeah, that's the thing. For people that don't know, phase 10, you basically collect cards in 10 separate phases. And you can get left behind on a phase as people move through. So, like, somebody can be on phase, like, 8 while you're on phase, like, 4. And you look at that person like you want them to die. Yeah. <laughs> it makes you so mad. It's a really... It's like... It's such a baby boomer game That's because what, it's a, a game not, first built for misery. The first comment says, my grandma would always crush me at phase 10. <laughs> it's, it's the perfect baby boomer game because it's a fucking, it's designed just for, for everybody to be miserable, even the person that's winning. It's tilted for runaway success, really. Yeah. It's just and like, it, well, if, I mean, if you're going to win, I mean, you get to, you get to just smash everybody else. And if, if even when you're winning, it's not fun because nobody else at the table is having fun. There's no fun time. When you're playing Phase 10. That's the issue with Phase 10. I don't fuck with it. No. <laughs> I agree. It's the same. I mean, yeah, each round you're supposed to collect a certain amount of cards, a set or whatever. And then when you are winning, when other people, you're like, oh, no, I just, I got the card I need to get to Phase 8. <laughs> yes. Everybody here, their face has gone slack and they're just throwing cards down with no emotion and they're on phase five and uh, I'm about to advance. You get the same feeling in your chest that you get when you like really need to smoke a cigarette or like when you're really hungry the whole time you're playing the game. It just, yeah. it feels bad to play phase 10. And that's what I think, that's how I think it felt for Trump. This election felt for him. When I think once he figured out that, you know, I'm going to lose and there's not going to be anything I can fucking do about it. You know what I mean? I think he started to feel that they're running away from... He, yeah, he actually yeah. had to process a loss. Yeah. But the guy has lost 
almost everything he's ever done. But he wins. But he gets to be rich still. Yeah. He gets to spend the rest of his life. He gets to rip people off of their paychecks and then screw them over in court. Yes. Yeah. I, 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 I yeah, you're totally right about that. It just, it, he, he, I guess he, you, you, you think he doesn't process any losses. Any of those, no. none of those, that casino is not a loss. No. The, the, the Trump stakes isn't a loss. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I think the way he does is he makes all his money up front and then it gets run into the ground and it's like, all right, uh, we have to file bankruptcy. That's perfectly legal. And, uh, I still made a bunch of money, so I don't care. I mean, the kind of tantrum he's throwing is like pretty incredible. Cause like, he's not paying Rudy Giuliani, who is a guy that fucking destroyed his I mean, reputation. He has no boys. How do you not have boys? Girls and gal, you know. Guys oh, so gal- you're saying like Trump doesn't have any friends? No, he doesn't. Like R- Rudy, it's like if you if somebody if you are trying to tank things, if you're trying to be unscrupulous, if you're going to do some skullduggery, like I always can cons- like I never consider someone a real friend until I did a felony with them, <laughs> like until I knew that they were we were doing jail shit together, you know. And Rudy Giuliani and Trump are doing jail shit together, and he told on him, which is just completely bullshit like that's totally not the code of anybody that's not the thieves code at all like if, if you're just being reckless and trying to make money and take advantage of people and someone is helping you do that like you have to you have to take care of them yeah it's yeah. just it's just it's not admirable at all like to, he, he cut all of giuliani's uh fees or whatever and kicked him on the curb you know not that i care about giuliani but i just at the end of this, you want to be able to at least go to Giuliani's man cave and be like, my God, that was a hell of a ride, wasn't it, buddy? You know? <laughs> like, that's, that's, that's living. I don't know. That's the, the, that's the important parts of life. You know, it's like getting in trouble with your friends. It's like, well, you know, our lives are fucked, but that is so funny. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. at least we can laugh about it. Or at least we can pal around about it. At least we'll remember this, you know? Yeah. W- what's the point of fucking turning on your friends? Or I mean, the people that tried to cover up for your crimes? Like, but, that is so... Uh, it's despicable. But it also shows that Trump really believed that he was going to overturn the election. You know, you're right. Not paying Rudy he, Giuliani is like, I, I'm not paying you because you didn't fucking do your job right. It is you wild know? that somebody that's 70 fucking years old that knows how the has seen the country work. Knows From how, the fucking inside, dude. He was the guy yeah. for four years. Yeah. Uh, and to, to like he goes to bed at night and he's just like. It's got to work. It's just got to work. It's just, it's going to work. I, there's just, it, you know, they can't do this to me. It, it, it's got to work. Like he, he never accepted defeat in his mind. He never, in, in, you know, maybe that's how you stay ahead. I don't know. But he, yeah. he, he never really contemplated that, like, he's not going to be the president. Yeah. He's dealing with it probably now. Yes. But, you know, the thing I saw earlier today that was funny to me too is they had to make another nuclear football because Trump took off with this. <laughs> Went down to fucking Florida with it because he didn't want to pass Joe Biden. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. He didn't want to be. He wasn't going to be in the same place. Usually, they just handed off the nuclear football to the next guy or whatever that was going to be. They usually just did that. It's like, but they had to make a whole new one. 
because Trump was like, I'm fucking going to Florida before this whole thing happens. I don't want to be here. It's like a house party where you have a friend that hangs from 8 to 11 and one that hangs from 11 to 2. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like they don't cross paths, actually. Like, once they catch wind of each other, like, it's, it's, they're Splitsville. Yeah, yeah. So I think he's probably just now processing his loss at this point. Yeah, I think, today. I mean, you got to eat it. There, there's, it's undeniable. There's nobody. Honestly, if somebody at this point said you're going to remain the president, you would slap him in the face. Like, you'd be mad. If somebody lied to my... It's what he wants to hear. You're right. <laughs> he's on, But he's on the internet. We do know that he is in the, the right-wing sphere of the internet, and that's where he's getting all of his info. I think that's what he's buying into, is they're like, people found this. They're going to save it for me. But it, personal people, I mean, you, you got to be his, like, loser-ass son that just goes and gets yelled at for a month yeah baron or i mean i don't think donald trump jr dj djt or eric uh uh i don't think either one of them are gonna deal with it well i think you know i i see beavis and butthead those two guys like maybe they run for president with the understanding that trump will be in their cabinet maybe or or like trump runs for president for the patriot party with donald trump jr as his vice president president even though i don't think he likes his sons no i i, I get the impression from he's the type of guy again if we're really extra if we're really making him if we're really tying him to the type of people that support him he definitely doesn't like his sons his True. sons are, are disappointed losers Disappointments, you know what i mean yeah. i mean if if the stories were true of the capital riots where the story was that Trump was watching it on TV and was annoyed because everybody was so low class. Yeah. <laughs> they were low class individuals. It's mad they had Crocs and cargo shorts on. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how he's going to live the rest. At least I know. At least I, I feel like I'm in his head as to what bothers him. And uh, I know a lot of people think worse should happen to him that he should go to prison yeah. that you know his life should be misery from here on out but i i would argue that he's not ever going to be happy again yeah you know what i mean he's jokerified i i just i think that like tom sexton said this once and, and and it has always stuck with me. He said it on a, a Holy Boys episode back in March. Trump knows what it's like to be cool. Right. He he knows what it feels like to be on top of the world, to be accepted by everybody, to be a celebrity, to be a star. Rappers, actresses. They're like, oh, Donald Trump, man, you're at this party. I can't believe it. Holy shit. Let me get a picture. And we know that he cares about that. Yeah. Like, he wants to be cool. People that know what it's like to be cool always want to be cool for the rest of their life. That's my affliction. Mine actually. Too. Like I knew what it was like to be cool a long time ago. So now I'm like, I gotta still be cool. And it's a struggle. I'm 42 years old. How the fuck are you supposed to be cool 42? You know, unless you're the Fonzie who was cool when he was 42. But anyway, <laughs> uh, um, but anyway, he'll never be cool again. You know, yeah, he's fucked. I he's mean, not going to get to hang out with Jay Z ever again. He's not going to get to hang out. Maybe Kanye West will hang with him a little bit. Yeah, but like they, they both lost this. They both lost. They both lost in 2020. So yeah, that'll be a good man cave hangout, maybe. But any celebrity that 
goes and hangs with him now. I mean, he can't go on Howard Stern anymore. I don't think Howard Stern would have him on. It is going to be interesting to track what he does. Uh, everybody's going to be watching him like, watching him like a hawk. Uh, I, I just I just hope that in ter- I worry with like deranged people like him, silver spoon types, that they will eventually just internally finagle themselves out of any sort of guilt or feelings of sadness. But I do. It's obvious that he's hurt and. I think as somebody that is actually pretty insecure or um, knows that I'm like kind of thin skinned, like if someone says, if something happens to me that really hurts me, like I can't shake it, I still, I would have went to that fucking inauguration and acted like it was my second honeymoon. I would have acted like I'm finally free. I would have been there jovial, like taking pictures, throwing my arms around everybody. Like I'm living the best life possible because you look pathetic, man. If you don't show up, you look like you look pathetic. Yeah, I'd have been there too. It's just like your buddies get into a fucking fight or something or roll around on the ground and one of them gets, you know, dominated and nobody fucking cares afterwards. It's just a funny thing and they stop showing up and it's like, I mean, you could have came back. Nobody cared. I do this thing online sometimes where somebody, if they insult me really bad and it hurts my feelings, I'll still fave the tweet. Yeah. Where it's just like, I don't want I want them to be like, oh, he's rolling with the punches. But right. then for the whole rest of the night, I'm like, fuck that fucking guy, man. Yeah, yeah. I am ugly. Or whatever it was. Right. You yep. know what I yep. mean? Whatever they said about me, it's like, he's right. But fuck him for saying it, you know? Yeah, it just looks too fragile. Like, for that's for me. Like, yeah, like the the... If the criticisms or anything that comes through, I have to roll with it. You call me a dumbass to my face, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm the dumbest that there is, you know? <laughs> and then I'm going to go home and be like, man, how stupid am I, actually, that this person said that, you know? He might have been able to even spin out of the uncool. I don't know, though. Yeah, like, He's I, done. I, I mean, that riot fucked him, for, fucked him up, man. Yeah. Yeah, the riot was the end of it, you know? He was, I mean, everybody else would have went along with this thing until that. They have to pretend, you know, they have to, like, say, this is sanctimonious. This is, that building is the most important thing ever. You sh- you fucking shit, your people shit all over the halls. Of yeah. That. He's got to be mad at the people who shit and pissed in there. You know, he's probably so mad at those people. I don't know why they had to go, hey... I didn't tell him to go down there. I don't know why they went down there. Because, you know, in his mind, he didn't tell him to go down there. No, he didn't at all. No, he was just trying to inspire them. He was trying to to speak about uh, the situation that was about to happen. He he was just trying to be eloquent when it came to stopping the steal. Yeah. He he never once suggested that they actually stop the steal. I mean, yeah, you're you're probably right. He's not going to spend the next year thinking about how he could have done better. You know? No. He's he's not going to spend any time thinking about COVID. The motherfucker already got the vaccine, you know. He, he the I mean, honestly, he sold the treatment. Whatever the rich people treatment for fucking COVID is, I would like that. Yeah, that's whatever true. makes you fucking do the YMCA dance with the <laughs> stiff arms. <laughs> <laughs> I want that all day. That's what I'm trying to get to. I I have to do an insane balance of THC and LSD and alcohol and all that stuff to get into <laughs> fucking stiff-armed YMCA moves. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he did sell that. It just, yeah, maybe he takes credit for the vaccine, I guess. Yeah, Operation Warp Speed, that was me. <laughs> it's not that warp speedy, though, really, when you think about it, you know? I've been learning a little bit about the vaccines lately. Just been reading about them, uh-huh. you know. And uh, one thing I've learned 
is that they were working on this vaccine for decade, like a decade plus. Uh-huh. Like the the basic concept of right. the vaccine had been being worked on for fifteen years. Or that was sitting like. in the back of the refrigerator. They they had a COVID fucking petri dish wait in the back. Yeah, it wasn't a COVID. It was the the type of vaccine that it was. Yeah, COVID comes back. It, it's the same. It's like a mutated strain of the same shit we've seen before. Yeah, but I mean the that so it wasn't this thing, like all these people are like I don't want to take it now. It's being rushed. It's like. Uh, it it's been going on for decades. They have been working on this. This isn't like this is just something that, that like they've been they they basically had a con. I guess that's what this the, uh, now I'm gonna get all sciency. Yeah, that's what this mRNA thing is. Apparently, someone is said the, that in the chat. What someone said mRNA technology in the chat. Yeah, they've been working on that so that then if something happens. They could just apply it to this mRNA technology. It wasn't like a COVID specific vaccine. It was a sort of technology that then, if anything, if a pandemic happened, they were going to be able to just like it was a put in whatever that is a place to pivot from. Yes, it was a foundational area to pivot from to say, hey, we know all of this right now. Let's use that to inform our next move. Yes. So it. It's not really warp speed as much as it's like just it built on the scientific stuff and he totally botched the rollout. Yeah. Completely. Like doing it by the state is, I, I've said this before, it's got to be the dumbest idea I've ever heard of. Like when, when, when I found out that Mike DeWine is in charge of my vaccine, it's just like I'm never getting it. I'm never going to fucking get it. Governors are. I gotta think governors are like one of some of the dumbest people in the world. They're bad. They're just yes men. They're the the biggest yes men in your state. Yeah, governors are. They just. I've never had a governor where I was like, man, I'm really glad this guy's the governor. You know, uh, uh, people really liked Mike Dewine earlier in the year. But uh, I actually just read an article this week that talked about how many vaccines we're getting, which. I can tell you, a hundred thousand a week uh-huh. or less, split up between eighty-eight counties. Uh, Columbus got like six hundred last week. I mean, <laughs> that's not enough. That's not warp speed to me. I agree, and it it makes me nuts. Six hundred. Six hundred. They should, they should be Pfizer and Moderna should be humiliated that that happened. I would be humiliated about it, and Trump should be humiliated about it. Everybody should be fucking humiliated about how slow this thing's happening. You know, and it's because it's done by the state. Just listen. I don't love the army or whatever the military. Just have them, whatever it takes. Just do that. You know. Yeah. I'm really annoyed uh, right now. Uh, my daughter's school is planning to go back in February, and they were like, educators are in the 1B class of vaccines, so those will be rolling out. And I'm just wondering why you would send kids back without vaccine teachers, at least. Like, why Why are we... There? She, My daughter likes school online at this point. She fucking digs it. She knows what her daily routine is. Um, she's allowed to take mental health breaks, you know, whenever she wants. And 
I don't think that we need to do the rest of the school year when it's already been like this. Yeah, I, I actually, Gwen found out that three kids in her school have it. I was like, well, who was it? And she was like, oh, they don't tell us. And uh, I was like, they don't tell you. She was like, yeah, if you're in the same class with them and you sit near them, they'll tell you that somebody had it. So apparently I don't I'm not six feet away from somebody that had it. And I was like, this is great. I mean, three people at this point is a fucking is that means there's going to be an outbreak. You know, and uh, I don't care if they're all wearing. Yeah, three turns to six, turns to twelve, turns to twenty-four, turns to forty-eight, and from there. Right, and the idea that they don't tell you who it was because I guess it's privacy is like okay, but like we got to know if you were like contact tracing doesn't work. You can't contact trace if you don't know who the fuck it is. Right, right. You know, how the fuck are you supposed to contact trace? You know, she's afraid to go to school. Sixteen. She fucking knows what's going on in the world. Yeah. And she's afraid. Well, we hard. can't take her out. And it's hard because she's not, she hasn't been grown enough to know that you had just have to grit your teeth and uh, just go through with it. And that if somebody you know that dies from it, there's going to be no retribution. <laughs> you know, I like, I, I worry, I mean, I worry about my own lung health and if I were to get it and I, I'm going to send my kid to school, but I'm going to be cussing out Columbus Public Schools when I'm on that ventilator. Like, I'm going to learn sign language and just spend all day doing TikToks and live streams about how much I hate Columbus Columbus Public Schools if they put me on a fucking ventilator. Yeah, I, I that's the thing about it is, like, the only thing I hope is that, like, if I get it, it's a minor case. It's like, that's all I can think about now because it's like... I'm doing everything right. I'm I'm being good. Yeah. I got to send this fucking kid to this school. If I send her to this school, I can't control what happens at this fucking school. Yeah. I don't have any control over. I just saw our buddy Kenzo on Twitter talking about he's a teacher and his wife has stage four breast cancer. Right. And he was saying that like uh, in Chicago, they're going they're back. He said, my wife is immunocompromised. She's about to go to chemo. Uh, I would like not to come back to the school. And they fucking are making him go back. Yeah. He said, it's not a good enough reason. Yeah. And it's like, they're you, now you're just feeding people to COVID. It's basically like, you're just... and, and We're so desensitized. We crossed 400,000. And the only people talking about it are the same old folks, you know, the same old people in our network that are still like, this doesn't look good. This is bad. Uh, everyone else is just rolling with it. Yeah. The restaurants are, I had to go, I went and picked up food for my, uh, birthday on my birthday. I guess I go pick up the food for my birthday. I got fancy pizza on my birthday. Both actually Brian day and my birthday, my actual birthday had fancy pizza. Hmm. <laughs> I went to two of the more fancy pizza places in town. What was the other one? You Natalie's and what I was went to Natalie's and Forno. Oh, I don't know Forno. I don't know if I've had that. Well, it's so close to porno that it like you can't help but think Forno is porno. So I went to Forno and got pizza. Fellatio porno. Yeah, and my my you know, Gwen was like, I can't believe there are so many people in here. I she just couldn't believe it, right? And I was like, I mean, nobody's telling them not to. Actually, exactly the fucking opposite. Yeah. 
People are telling them to go. I'm, I get emails every single day. They're like, check out this new, uh, check out the new mixology program at this local bar. Yeah. You know, and they'll do an interview with the mixologist and like, come on down and try our cocktails. Everybody wears masks and we do Lysol on the bar. Yeah. Like, I don't want, uh, why are we doing that? We have nothing else to do. I mean, I, I, I can't blame people because there's, there is no leadership and there's no community. There's no camaraderie amongst anybody. We, we, we have to just live and die alone. Like we, we are totally on our own for all the ANCAP people. Besides that, we have to pay taxes. We don't have very, we don't have any fucking government interruption of our lives. No. Not the kind I would like to get this fucking disease <laughs> under wrap. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird, man, because it's like we know what the right thing to do is. And we know that there are a lot of other people who know what the right thing to do is. Yeah. And they're not doing it. They're just not doing it. Yeah, it's tough for. Yeah, it's hard because I haven't been to a restaurant since March and I I miss it a lot. I I love going to restaurants. And, and, and I mean, you look at these, you, you look at these reports of people that have COVID and now their fucking lungs and heart are all scarred up and shit. Like, yeah. I don't care if I die from it. I don't want it to run through me. I don't want it to pass through my system. I'm, I'm not, I, I am not ready for that. I don't want to have, I want to go through that speed test or whatever it's called for bar rescue. Oh, the stress test? Stress test. Yeah. I do not want a COVID stress test test on my body. Yeah. I've had bad lungs ever since I was a kid because my parents were smokers. And I continued that tradition by inhaling so much fucking bongs in my life. Um, And and I just do not care to find out what it's like. I'm not concerned. I'm not... I'm not worried about getting back to regular life. I, I can practice patience. I know what delayed gratification is, and I don't want to get out there again. I think the hardest part of it right now is that it's winter. That, Agreed. It, like, this sucks. This is bad times. I, I was Well, you know what I got to say, though, is here's one bright side. Remember one month ago when you were freaking out because every day you had to spend $60 on Christmas? Yes. That's not happening. Yeah. But I am I am happy right now because the bank account has cooled out because it, the whole month of December it was like oh we got to get a char- charcuterie board for this it's seventy five dollars we have to get a, a gift for the delivery guy at work that is nice to me and brings it to my desk instead of the front office like there were so many extra extra things but I also agree for the first 10 days of January, I was completely and utterly destroyed and sad and didn't know what to do. Right now, I'm playing a lot of video games. I'm doing my exercises. Uh, but I am also trying to just grab onto anything to, to make me stay sane through this. Yeah. Cause it's, it's the, the winter months are awful. I'm listening to emo like crazy and I feel bad because I'm watching TikTok. And there's all these people that make like videos. They're like, when you're an elder statesman emo and they're playing songs from like 2008. And I'm like, well, what about like 1998? What about like swing kids or get up kids or something? <laughs> I feel alone. You're too young. You're not an elder statesman. If you're 20, you're yep. still in the scene. Motherfucker. Get out there. I think there was like possibility of like, I don't know, being able to go outside and stuff when this thing happened and not really. For me, I didn't consider that maybe we'd be dealing with this in the winter, you know. And now that we are, now that we are, it's just like I just, I'm sick of it. I'm bored of it. I. But you know what? I'm looking forward to the future. I think it is. It's good to know because 
you got to think about April of last year, people were putting their mail outside in, in uh, 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 bags for like a whole week. They, like people were wearing gloves everywhere they went. It's not as intense. There's very, we know what's happening. So I am looking forward to March and April, even though it always snows in fucking April in Columbus. Uh, for those hot days, we will be able to go outside and do barbecue picnic type stuff and be able to reconvene with our folks outside. Yeah. It's just, so that's something to look for. You know, I'm going skiing next month. Okay. That's my, that's what I'm hanging on to. I used to like my old, method of mental health was I would buy concert tickets like one a month so that I always had a concert to look forward to. Uh, we're going to go skiing. We're going to eat fucking, we're going to, we're not going to go into the lodge. We're going to pack lunch and go into the van and just eat like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches in the van and then go oh, back on the hill. Miserable. That's like <laughs> we're gonna pay. kid's dad took me on a boat. <laughs> it's going to be like $300 to do it or something. $200. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. I'm I, excited though. I, I, I couldn't even imagine it. It's too cold. Although I do spend my whole day outside still. I still take a walk every day. Yeah. I, I doubled my green ring today, which is a new thing. Like I just... I uh, actually my exercise two hundred and eighty percent of my daily. Not needed. bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. It's too much. I've been sticking to workouts. The the Beast Factory has helped. Um, but I, I mean, I fig- I mean, when I did when I went to therapy back in twenty eighteen, the winter was something that we actually talked about extensively. It's like, how do I make it through this? Because it's the hardest time. It's just it's stupid, man. Halloween, Thanksgiving. Christmas and then it all drops. Everything fucking drops off and there's nothing to do at yep. all. We need to invent some new shit. It's 30 degrees every single day. You can't I I wanted to go I was going to I was excited. I wanted to go wash the car and like vacuum it out and do, you know, fucking Blair Iron Maiden and shit and just have fun with it. It's too cold to get my fucking car washed. Yeah. Yeah, I hate it. I hate cold. I hate all the dead trees. They make me miserable. You know, um, let's do this story before we get out of here. Uh, it's a couple weeks old. It's from uh, CNBC's Make It blog, I believe. And uh, it's about the guy that's uh, invented the uh, microchip to put in the vaccine. It's uh, Bill Wait. Gates. Oh, OK. Uh, this is a leadership article. And uh, let's see, you know, CNBC establishing work-life balance may be all the rage among employers right now, but it wasn't a priority for Bill Gates during Microsoft's early years. Oh, this is a scoop on the old days. And this person is how you get as successful as Microsoft. Yeah. Establishing work-life balance may be all the rage with employers. And I'm like this. No, it's not. It's not all the rage with employers. Go talk to somebody that works at Walmart about work-life balance. You know, do yeah. do they? Is it all the rage with people who work sixty hours a week? No, but on the LinkedIn and Mashable and all, on all of the the other blogs, you know, people talk about how uh, Netflix had unlimited vacation days or Zappos would let you take all your time off, even though that guy fucking killed himself. Right? They'll write about it. Yeah, yeah. These these blogs they act shit. like it's a trend. Yeah, they think it's a trend because they wrote about it. And so this person is like, I've heard that everyone's talking about having more work-life balance. Baby, let's see how the old school did it. I read on a LinkedIn 
that people are, that work life balance is all the rage these days. Uh, in a 2016 interview with BBC Radio 4, Gates shared just how work obsessed he used to be. I was quite fanatical about work, he said. I worked weekends. I didn't really believe in vacations. Uh, that's fine for Bill Gates. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, if you got a purpose and you're, you're, you're the captain of the ship, I, I get it. I also work weekends and I don't really take vacations, but that's because, you know, I like what I do, and it's easy, you know? Bill Gates, of course. But you can't expect other employees to forego vacations so that, uh, uh, so that because you don't want to take them. No, I, the moment that you hire somebody, it's like they have other things going on besides this. I'm the only person that gives a shit about this fucking business. Yeah, yes. Uh, unsurprisingly, this work ethic transferred to employees. I had to be a little careful not to apply my standards on how hard they worked, he said. However, that didn't stop him from tracking which employees were working the longest hours. I knew everybody's license plate so I could look out in a parking lot and see when did people come in and when they were leaving, Gates told the BBC. Oh, my God. That's crazy. That's that's psycho behavior. Why would you? What you supposed to be doing work? Yeah, when he's sitting there with fucking binoculars watching people pull in and out. If I was ever paying attention to who was coming in and out of work, I would think to myself, maybe I could just do something else. How about I go get a nice breakfast instead? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and what this means is that basically you have to catch the person when they're pulling in, watch them get out of their car, write down their... Their license, the, like the process of this is a lot. Microsoft isn't like a small business. No. It, it may have been smaller at that time, but it, it seems like a lot of work to, to keep track of people. Uh, Microsoft co-founder Paul Allen said as much in a 2011 first-person article for Vanity Fair. Microsoft was a high-stress environment because Bill drove others as hard as he drove himself, wrote Allen. He was growing into the taskmaster who would prowl the parking lot on the weekends to see who'd made it in. Oh, no. I think maybe he is putting a tracking device in our vaccines. Yeah, so so he he set the standards. Yeah. Uh, Though Microsoft has become tremendously successful, with some analysts predicting a $1 trillion market cap by next year, most experts agree that micromanaging employees is an ineffective leadership strategy. It is. Working for a micromanager can be a suffocating experience, says career expert Amanda Augustine of Top Resume. You know what's interesting, too, is like being a micromanager also just sounds like a Fucking sucks, man. Well, yeah, it, it, you're constantly worried that everyone else is fucking things up, and you don't have any. You have no release. Yeah, you 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 don't trust your people. You hire people and you pay them tens of thousands of millions of dollars to take care of your stuff, and you still can't find any sort of peace from that. Yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. Stupid. Yeah, you if you got a trillion dollar business, just fuck it. Let them you know, do you it. You can afford to lose money. Well, I don't think you should lose money if you're running a business. If I if I was running a business that made a million a billion dollars, the I'm going to tell you the level of service would go way down. 
You know, because I'd be like, mm, no, I can live on almost nothing. Right. Really. right. I can live on a million. Let's fucking bring. And Windows does suck. Maybe that's what they're doing. You know, Windows is really crappy, you know, with the updates and all that crap. Maybe that's what's going on. You know? Yeah, but there's absolutely no way we're getting away from Windows. Yeah, I know. It sucks because it's just how are you going to afford a Mac? Because that's what I want. I want Apple. I'm an Apple. I have everything Apple fully integrated, you know, and I my computer's Windows. I can't get iMessage on my computer, and it makes me nuts. All the Linux people are just going to be posting fucking penguins in the chat right now like crazy. Linux is too hard to do. That's, I, I, I agree. up Linux. Like, back in the day when I was, like, working at the cable company, I was, like, a techie. I was, like, a tech head. I was into tech. And I was like, I'll get Linux, man. I mean, that's what the smart people use. You were just so broke you wouldn't pay for Windows is all it was. That's also true. Because that's what I found for me. I'm not tech either because I want to I wanna mod the Wii because I hear it's easy. But, like, everybody that tells me it's easy are also computer programmers. Yeah. And like I I I I never got a a I never got a pirated version of Adobe Photoshop running. I could never swap the DLL file or whatever it was. I don't have I can't follow those orders. It doesn't make sense to me. These people they're like it's simple, man. Why are you paying for fucking video games? You can just mod it so easy. You can't. You can't you nobody can work with computers unless you fucking like that. People unless who, you like being constantly slapped down and told no. I can't imagine being a person who didn't have a panic attack pulling a screwdriver out to my Wii. <laughs> you know, like, we, well, you got to take it apart. You got to do a little bit of soft. This one, you don't have to take it off. Oh. Well, you just it. put an SD card in. Okay. That seems easy, though. But you have to send an email to yourself on the Wii software and then open it within the email program, and that sideloads the whole fucking homebrew system. That seems... What's what are you worried about? It's never worked for me. I've tried it. I've tried it on every system I've ever owned in my life, and I've never been able to hack one of them. I usually just fucking get frustrated and, and stop. Buy the games. Yeah, you know? I have enough money to buy the games now. Yeah, yeah. And we're talking about a Nintendo Wii. I went to the store today, and they had so many games for four ninety nine. I was just would rather buy them. Yeah, it's crazy to buy to in. Not just, I mean, there's a convenience factor to getting Wii games. And also, as soon as you run torrents on your computer, it's fucking ruined. As soon as you download a torrent, your computer is fucked forever. I've never not ruined every computer I have from fucking torrents. Yeah. Until I stop doing torrents. Once I stop doing torrents, my computers work for a very long time. Yeah, my computer's in pretty good shape. I've never done torrents on this computer. Yeah, BitTorrent. I mean, all the torrent stuff I did, I just my computer shit the bed very quickly. But you you're know, giving I over do miss piracy. I do. I do. Miss I want. I want a soft mod. I'm going to try to get Jason to do it. I think I'm just going to try to pay him to soft mod so that we can download games. I'm going to actually get somebody else to download the games for me because once again, I'm not going to do torrents. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, I, there's some games I want that I would rather just download. And I and yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I got Boom Blocks today, which is Boom a, Blocks. It's like Jenga, but like on another level. You have the Wii remote, and you have to remove blocks; they explode. There's all kinds of 
mini games of stacking blocks and everything. It was one of my favorites. We used to play till like five in the morning all the time. We just bowl still. That's the only game we play. We're old. Yeah. Yeah. My wife, uh, she stops work and will play a round of tennis. That's like her screen. That's like her. Yeah. She loves the the fucking Wii tennis. Yeah. I like the bowling. I think bowling is great. I looked for Mario tennis today, but I couldn't find it. Trying to master the bowling. You know, I'm really working hard at trying to master how to get a th- bowl of 300. Uh, not doing well. Not doing well. I, but, the but, bowling is fun. Yeah, it's it's the best game. Additionally, a majority of employees say being a micromanager is the worst trait a boss can have, according to a recent comp, a recent comparably survey of over 2,000 employees at tech companies like Amazon, Apple, Google, Facebook, and Uber. Microsoft employees felt the same way at the time. People were already busting their tails, Alan wrote in the Vanity Fair piece, and it got under their skin when Bill hectored them into doing more. Alan shared an anecdote of a former Microsoft employee named Bob Greenberg, who worked 81 hours in four days to finish a project. Toward the end of the work week, Gates asked Greenberg what he'd be working on the next day. Greenberg notified Gates that he planned on taking the following day off, to which Gates replied, why would you want to do that? He genuinely... What? Yeah. That's fucking awful. Yeah. Bill Gates seems like a piece of garbage. Not somebody we should be looking up to. I never thought of him otherwise, but that is one of those moments where when somebody has spent 20 hours of their day working on making you money... You can you can you can give them a you can uh, let off the gas. You can give them a little bit of slack, right? Yeah, yeah. Eighty-one hours in four days. Is, That's enough. Yeah, you did it. He does, he's come not back Monday. Bill Gates. That's the thing. You're the owner. You can work eighty-one hours in four days. That's fine. And they all and once again, also CEOs count exercise. They also count every fucking uh, lunch meeting they have, every hundred dollar lunch meeting they have. They they do not work at all. Yeah. Yeah, t- yoga is is yes. being on the clock. Yeah, I do it in the office though. You know, it makes me a better CEO. I have to do it. It's actually a requirement for my job. And they can take the day off. Yes, if they would like to. Just if they want to take a day off, they can take the day off. And uh, that that makes a huge difference in in morale for a person. You know, like for me, it's like if I don't want to work. I don't have to fucking do it. And that's why I probably have the morale that I do. That's why I like am able to do it all yeah. the time without taking days off is just that like, well, if I didn't want to, I didn't, I don't really have to. I can call it off. I don't have to do the fucking show if I don't want to. If it's a Wednesday comes and I don't want to do it, technically I can be like, we're not doing a show this week. Right. And, uh, uh, that I think makes me come back every week because it's like, uh, you know, I, I want to do it. And if I did, but like, so Bill well, Gates has that privilege. My wife, my wife also has the same working style, um, where she will do three twelves in a row or something, or she'll get 40 hours in like three days to get like a project in under the wire. Uh, but she normally takes three to four days off, to, off after that. And it's never been a problem. Yeah. Because you can't expect people to, apply themselves that intensely and and not need a fucking break from it. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, Bill Gates is a piece of shit. We live in the new Biden America, which is... So much hope. 
uh, uh, yeah, feeling a lot of hope right now. Feeling really good. Uh, we got some mail, I guess, Brett. We do. We're going to get out of here. Yeah, we got some mail today. Uh, if you want to send something to Street Fight Radio, we are P.O. Box 82306, Columbus, Ohio, 43202. Just address that to Street Fight Media, LLC, P.O. Box 82306, Columbus, Ohio, 43202. Number one, the first one we got here, um, Suzanne Yeagley from McSweeney's uh, that interviewed you about Chuck E. Cheese, right? Yup. Sent you the caramellos. Yup. Ate them all. Uh, my, my article isn't out yet. I, I did an interview about mystery shopping in December. Um, she said it's going to come out this month sometime. I'm sure I'll, uh, of course, we'll let everyone know when it does. She sent me... And I don't know. Did I talk about this on the show? She sent me the Fozzie Bear McDonald's Christmas toy. Oh, I didn't hear you talk about it. You've talked about how you like that movie. Uh, this was like the, the hottest shit. This is brand new in the package. Thank God. It doesn't have anybody else's stank or cigarette stains on it. 1988. I was four years old when these came down. Came out. These are most of my important, like the most important Christmas thing to me. I had the whole set. So thank you, Sue, for that. You can follow her on Twitter. She's at I love you, Sue. I L O V E, the letter U S U E. But that was amazing. I honestly, I thought I ordered it myself. <laughs> I talked about it and I was on eBay in the middle of the night looking how much the whole set was and like perusing all the listings. How much is the whole set? Uh, I mean, it's like for four of them, you're going to spend about a hundred bucks. No. Yeah, it's yeah, like twenty to thirty dollars a piece. I think there's four of them. It's Miss Piggy, Fozzie, and uh, oh, who else was in there? Kermit and was Rolf? It, Rolf was in there, I think. Rolf, I loved Rolf. He was like the coolest one. Rolf was definitely the best. Obviously, yeah, very strong. Yeah, there was only three of them, so yeah, I guess you can get it for a hundred bucks. Was Rolf one? Rolf was not it. It was just. Fozzie, Piggy, and Kermit. I mean, Fozzie's probably more famous, but he's also kind of a dork, so, yeah. I like... Fozzie really, as a grown-up, really resonated with me <laughs> because he just makes bad jokes. Waka, waka, waka! Yeah. Yeah. All right, next one here. Let's see what we got in the mail. Uh, this one says... All right, this is a handwritten. Hello, comrades. Ben Pirani here. I'm a musician slash artist in NYC, but Midwest bred though. My best home it my best homie is from Columbus. A member of the fucking Columbus dynasty at Carfagna's. Oh Ooh, yeah. I wanna get in there. <laughs> I'm a Carfagna's man. Um there's a shirt here's a shirt and some music. The show and all y'all's accents are great. Ben at Chief underscore Kashif. Okay. So Ben, we'll get your music on one of the call-in shows here. We got a t we got a shirt here though. It's pretty nice. Not my size. I think this is the Katie. This is gonna be Katie's shirt. It says free haircuts for billionaires, and it has a picture of a guillotine. Very cool shirt. Uh, up next, this one is from Liam Q. And there is no note inside. It's just this. A five dollars. A five dollar. Yeah, a five dollar bill, and uh, it says two stickers that say "paid." Oh, so well, I that's guess nice. yeah, Liam. I will send you a copy of uh, one of the premium shows. Nice. Just get a hold of me 
$5 you paid will get you a Shocktober. Uh, this next one from one of our friends, uh, Tanya Turner. Oh. Of Trillbillies fame. Yeah. Very cool card. Oh, nice, nice. That's a dog uh, alligator. It's uh, from yeehawindustries.com. And it's full of stickers and a pin, which this one is awesome. It's uh, the finger tats, but it says Hellfire on it. Oh, damn, that is badass. Okay, if I wore pins, I'd wear that one. It says, uh, can't wait to have another drink with you boys in the new world. Thanks for the goodies and year-end blessings. Sending love to the whole gang. We got a whole bunch of pictures. Or we got a whole bunch of stickers. We got the Haint Tea. Uh... Tarot cards. This one says Friends of Hoes and uh, Girls Rock in Whitesburg. And also the classic here, Hologram. Yeah. Itself. And it is incredible. Uh, uh, we love Tanya. And uh, uh, the Hellfire crew was about to get back together before this thing happened. And it's going to be have to be one of the first things we do when this thing's over. You know? I agree. I think we'll definitely put that on the books. It's gonna be an exclusive. It's gonna have to be an exclusive experience, maybe. But you know, an exclusive experience. I feel like we're only gonna be able to get fifty people in a room whenever we go back on tour. Oh no, we're talking. You know, September, October. I think. Sure. You know, this one came in an amazing envelope, customized, nice. full collage on the outside. Wait a minute, turn that back around. I thought that was Jonathan Davis on it. No. J-Devil. This one is great, uh, but apparently the post office wouldn't let them. They wrote, uh, the USPS prefers blank envelopes. Oh, how dare they? I don't have a name on this, though. I just This is just an anonymous thing, and I don't even... You're going to have to take a look at this. I want you to tell them what it is. Uh, I'm reaching. I'm reaching. There's no name. There's no identifiers. There's no note. It's a really fucking badass envelope, which I will hang up uh, in in the office over here. I, I have a, a memorial oh, place wow. behind the uh, stage. What do you got there, Brian? This would be really fucking good in my uh, office, actually. Uh, it is a actual still from uh, the movie Stone Cold with... Uh, you know, Brian Bosworth rides with chains and his outlaw biker gang. And 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 there is also one of just Brian Bosworth standing in front of his motorcycle from Stone Cold. They are promotional shots from the movie. That is very badass. That, yes. is, that was one of my favorite movies growing up. I fucking loved that movie. I always thought Brian Bosworth looked like the coolest guy in the fucking world. Another famous Brian. Yeah. So, yeah, you can take those. Uh, thank you to whoever sent them. Uh if you reach out uh, and let us know who you are, we'll give you thanks. Uh, and, and we appreciate all the mail. You can send it to P.O. Box 82306, Columbus, Ohio, 43202. Once again, uh, we are Street Fight Radio. You ready to to We're out stop this shit? Yep, stop this show. That's the show. Uh, we will see you on Sunday night. We're doing a call-in show. I have on my to-do list, we're going to do an ABCD show. Or maybe... Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna. I have another idea too. But we're we're look, working looking to ABCD. Uh, we're Street Fight. If you want more of what we do and you want to support the show, we need it. Uh, you know, head to Patreon.com/slash Street Fight Radio and sign up for a monthly subscription. Even if you don't listen to the stuff, just send some money our way. It, it makes this thing 
move smoothly. You're sponsoring one hillbilly family with your donation to Patreon.com. We are keeping the Quimby lineage employed and uh, comfortable. So please consider that uh, with your monthly donations and your tithes from church. We'll see you on Sunday. Peace. I did not admit the wheel, I was the crooked smoke adjacent While the triple sixers lie, so keep angels roped in the basement I walk the block with a halo and a stick, poking your patience Y'all catch a 30 second flash visual Dirty cooperative net platoon, plume head trip split ridiculous Find on the splicing of first generation Fuck up with trickle down any hero smack I'm pacing the game with zero hour completion green slash Duke of early retirement pick a dream American nightmare hog in the screen The door open so you can stumble in if you'd stop following me round the jungle gym Now it's honor and I spell it with the H I stole from heritage, merit crutch, stole the wretched refuse of my teeming residence, I promise, tempest towards breed with a bleeding conscience, see the creed accents responsive, but my sports divorce the wattage, and I'm sleeping now, wow. yeah the settlers laugh, you won't be laughing when your covered wagons crash, you won't be laughing when the buses drag your brother's flags to rags, you won't be laughing when your front lord's spangled with epitaphs, won't be laughing, then I'll hang my boots to rest when I'm impressed, so I triple knot him and forgot him, this origami dream is beautiful, but man, those wings will never leave the crown without a feather and a lottery ticket, now settle down,